Welcome, and thank you for tuning in. I appreciate this opportunity to share and teach Synergy Wellness. This practice that I designed is how I completely changed my life for the better. My hope and my goal is to leave you with what I call golden nuggets of wisdom. Wisdom that you can utilize and implement into your life today and see results immediately. So let's get started. Hello and welcome back. On the topic of functional fitness, today's subject matter has to do with stretching. Remember that my definition of functional fitness includes both the body and the mind. If you haven't yet listened to the Functional Fitness Podcast, make sure you do so after listening to this one. It might help to clarify some of the things that I say here in this podcast. I assume that most people are aware that stretching our muscles keeps them flexible, strong, and healthy. We need physical flexibility to maintain a range of motion in the joints. Without flexibility, the muscles shorten and become tight. That puts you at risk for joint pain and also for strains. Ultimately, a lack of flexibility sets you up for injury. Injured muscles aren't strong enough to support you. Therefore, regular stretching keeps muscles flexible and it also helps us to balance. I'm about to explain a very simple stretching exercise for the body and later I'll explain some mental flexibility exercises. If you can do this now, please give it a go. But if you're driving or you're someplace that doing stretching exercises would be considered inappropriate, then wait to do it. But even without doing it at all, I think you'll get the point that I'm trying to make here. But I do recommend the physical kinesthetic experience of stretching. It helps to download the information into your cells. It's not only helpful for me to make my point, but it's true that stretching our muscles regularly is a good idea and a healthy choice. And the same is true for stretching our minds. So, ready? Sitting or standing, bend forward and reach for your toes. Keep your legs straight, but don't lock your knees tight. Slide your hands down your straight legs very slowly. There is no need to touch your toes. Just go as far as you can without straining. In yoga, I say find your edge. Your edge is the place where you're comfortably uncomfortable. Once you get to your stopping point where you're comfortably uncomfortable, your edge, stop. Stop right there and just take note of the place where your hands have reached. Was it your thighs, your knees, your shins? Did you get to your ankles or your feet? It doesn't matter how far you went. Just notice where your fingers stopped. Now that you are at a place where you cannot go any further without risking injury, take a deep breath. I'll take it with you. Breathe in, breathe out, and then take three more. Every time you breathe out, relax the area or the areas where you are holding on to tension, where you notice there's some tightness. Just relax every time you breathe out. Soften that area. Let go of as much tension and as much tightness as you can with each exhale. Once you have completed the last breath, see if you can reach a little bit further. You don't have to push. Certainly don't push. But just notice if after you've released some of that tension, you can move a little bit further. And if that is the case, 
reach down further. And then stop at your new edge. You'll find a new place where you're comfortably uncomfortable. And so breathe three long, slow, deep breaths right there. Once you have released any tightness there, see if you can stretch just a little bit more. And do this until you can't stretch any further without causing pain, of course. You will most likely discover that after finding your edge and breathing out the physical tensions, you are able to stretch a little bit more. It might not be huge. It might be a millimeter or a half of an inch, but just a little bit more. You're just moving your edge where you're comfortably uncomfortable a little farther down the line. You may have noticed then that your edge moves a little bit further along and that you actually became more flexible in just those three or four breaths. The same exercise works exactly the same way when applying it to the mind. Non-supportive habits, beliefs, and behaviors can act just like tight muscles. Flexibility is equally as important for the mind as it is for the body. So to expand the definition for flexibility in reference to the mind, I'll say this. A flexible mind is one that is strong and healthy. We need flexibility of the mind to maintain a range of motion in all areas of life. Without flexibility, the mind becomes tight and rigid. Without mental flexibility, when you call on it in times of stress or distress, it will be too weak and unable to handle life. That puts you at risk for pain in inter- and intrapersonal relationships, at work, at home, and so on. Ultimately, a lack of mental flexibility sets you up for injury. An injured mind isn't strong enough to support unexpected events that arise in our daily living. Regular stretching of the mind keeps us flexible and also helps us to better balance in all areas of life. So what is mental flexibility? Unlike a physical flexibility exercise, mental stretching can be done anywhere and at any time. People will never know you're even doing it while you're standing right in front of them. Mental flexibility is a highly functional form of exercise which helps with patience, self-love, acceptance, tolerance, forgiveness. It decreases anxiety and depressive symptoms, and it lowers your stress levels. Wherever you are mentally tight, wherever you struggle with yourself or with other people, you can become liberated by using mental flexibility exercises. So what are mental flexibility exercises? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> to promote good health in your mental and emotional well-being, it begins with noticing your thoughts. Notice where you get stuck. Just like with the physical stretching, you noticed how far your hands could go. You took some breaths. You were able to go farther. So you're going to want to notice your immediate reactions in stressful situations. Observe your thoughts and your feelings. Hear the words that you're saying to yourself and the words that you're saying to other people. They're very telling. If you start feeling anxious or you're getting offended, ask yourself, what's going on with me that makes me feel this way? Why am I getting anxious? Why am I getting upset? Why am I getting offended? Or whatever it is that you're feeling. Don't concern yourself with what's going on with the other person or the other people around you. Own your own thoughts and your feelings, even if they're yucky. Then... Answer your own questions about what's going on with you. And after all of that, question your answers. Make sure you're being honest with yourself. It's okay. 
Nobody else can hear what you're saying to yourself. So be painfully honest with yourself and then you'll be pain-free and honest with yourself. You know your mental flexibility is healthy when you no longer get anxious or offended or hurt or injured by what other people say to you or what they say about you. Another mental exercise is to slow down your reaction time. You don't have to react. In stressful situations, you can say something like, I need a little time to myself right now, or excuse me, I have to run to the bathroom, or oh my gosh, I completely forgot about something, I'll be back in a few, or can I call you tomorrow? I have something urgent that I just remembered. Some type of an emergency escape route, and it's always good to have one prepared. I call it having ammunition in my back pocket. So if I know that I might be coming up against something that could be like a conflict, I'll have something, a short little statement that I'm going to call on. I'm going to use it if I need to use it. If I really feel anxious or if I really feel like I'm in this situation that needs to get diffused, take a breath, step away. Another way that we can strengthen our mental flexibility is by getting out of our comfort zone. Sign up for some type of a class without a friend, maybe a cooking class or an exercise class or jump into the freezing ocean, (laughs) learn to climb a rope, do a little dance in the store if the song that's playing is one that you happen to enjoy. Join one of those meetup groups and do something that you've never done before. Anything that's new and different. Read a book or an article on a topic that you have very little interest in just to stretch your mind and open yourself up to differences. What's great is you can combine your physical flexibility training with your mental flexibility training by mentally reciting a positive statement while physically stretching. Since you're going to hold the stretch for three or four breaths, use that time to say something positive to yourself. For example, when doing that forward bend exercise that I explained earlier, you can add this statement, I am flexible body and mind. Although that may seem simple, what happens in the brain is quite complex. We must do this over and over and over again until new neurons begin to fire. Neural pathways take time to develop. However you think and feel right now, it took time for your brain to create that neural pattern. So to recreate new neural patterns, be patient. Don't give up. It sounds so simple, and it is simple to do. The hardest thing is remembering to do it. Listen to this podcast often, and it will help you remember. Speaking of remembering, can you remember a time when you were younger and you could easily bend like Gumby? Am I showing my age? If you don't know Gumby, look it up on YouTube. Can you recall a time when stretching wasn't difficult? Can you remember a time when you were more open-minded? What happened? Where did we tighten up? When did we get so rigid? Regardless of your answers, if there was a time when you were more flexible, body and or mind, then the cellular memory is there and you can regain it without much trouble. With a little bit of patience, you can get back the open-mindedness of yesteryear as well as the freedom of joint movement and muscle flexibility of days gone by. Recently, I noticed a tight thought pattern of mine and it went like this. You're getting old, Sharon. Better not do that. You might get hurt and healing takes longer now. Oh yeah, and then this one. Eh, it's too late. As in, it's too late to make certain changes in my life. And why didn't you do this when you were younger? Some negative self-talk was creeping in and I was noticing it. So I'm happy to share with you how I addressed my newly discovered mental tightness. I made a year-long commitment to do one thing each month that gets me out of my comfort zone. 
I'm talking about some kind of big things for me. The first change I made to get out of my mental resistance about being too old, I looked around at older people doing greater things. Slowly, I began to believe it may be possible. Next, after months and months of going back and forth between fear and terror, I officially hired a digital marketer. That was huge for me. I'm currently training for one of those Spartan races. I don't know if you've heard of this, but it's pretty intense and I still can't believe I'm doing it. I'll be doing it next month. I'll let you know how that goes. But it's something I said I would never do. I know a group of people at my gym, they get into it. And I was like, I will never do that. I don't have to work that hard. I was just so dead set against it until I saw a woman who was 82 and she was in that Spartan race. And I thought, okay, I can't use that excuse anymore. And just today, after a month-long effort, I climbed that rope hanging from the ceiling of Mountain Fitness Gym in Mariposa, California. Shout out to Jenny Kaiser. After an entire month of trying and failing, I finally did it. I had to surrender to accepting help from Layla. Accepting help is often a challenge for me. And to date, I have done it twice. Twice in one week. The next thing that I'm getting ready to do, and this one's pretty scary for me, It's 10 days of silence, no devices, no yoga, no exercise, no reading, no journaling. I think I get one vegetarian meal per day. Yeesh. Yes, I am scared. I have other things on my list for each of the upcoming months. And what I notice is that most days I oscillate between feeling excited and feeling scared, which to me means I'm alive and I am not old. Mental and physical flexibility keeps us young, body and soul. So I invite you to join me and stretch your mind as well as your body. Both are necessary in order to not crack, not break. We need to remain flexible physically and mentally so we don't injure our muscles or our psyches. I invite you to get out of your comfort zone and to live on the edge where you're comfortably uncomfortable. I think you'll find it thrilling, exhilarating, and maybe even a little scary. But above all, remain flexible. Life is forever changing. Thank you for listening in and I support you in becoming more flexible. Have a great day. Thank you again for tuning in. I am available by email, Sharon at whitefawnwellness.com. And you could also go visit my Facebook page, White Fawn Wellness. Have a great day.